Listening to Hashtag Fly with Prerna Goel, award-winning entrepreneur, investor, philanthropist, and co-founder of Clinica Phi, India's first truly virtual eye and face corrective clinic. My guest for today is Jyoti Jashnani, an internationally recognized and qualified nutritionist and a yoga ratna based in Hyderabad. She has inspired many not only to lose weight but also to love the body they live in, feel happy and get fit by taking the support of yoga techniques, stress and dietary management. During her first pregnancy, Jyoti used to feel very fatigued and faced tremendous body pain. Considering it was just part of the journey, she paid no attention to the problem. However, when her son was a toddler, she started to realize something was not right. She struggled to feed him, was 20 kgs heavier than how she is today, and felt fatigued and had body pain that pushed her into deep depression. Having a hectic lifestyle over a period of time, she realized her pain was not due to her daily hard work, but it was something else going on. And that's when she realized that her pain, her depression, her fatigue was a physical manifestation of her not loving herself. I'm really excited to welcome Jyoti to my podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today, Jyoti. Thank you so much for having me here. Doing absolutely fine. Great, great. So let's jump right in, Jyoti. So I'll start with my usual question, which I ask everyone who comes to this podcast. What does falling in love with yourself mean to you? If you truly want to love everybody around you, you have to start with yourself. Unless you do not uh, love yourself enough, you will never be able to love anyone around you. I believe this fact because an empty glass can never give you water. Mm. So when you actually understand the concept, you have to start loving yourself enough so that you have love to give to others as well. So something uh, you do not possess, you cannot give it to anyone else. So love goes the same way. If you have it, only then you will be able to give it. Wow. Wow. That's a fantastic way of describing that you can't give something that you don't possess. I think that's that's a very interesting uh, way of looking at it and not how anyone else has described it before. So when did you get to this realization, Jyoti, that you your glass needs to be full before you can share the water with others? Uh, what is your story and, and how did you get to this conclusion in your life? Basically, as I told you, I have been a very giving person, always kept others' happiness uh, before mine. And I never realized that if anything has been bothering me, like today, if you see, it's been 17 years of my marriage without any fight. I have the, my all best friend of childhood till date, never had fight. So if you see my personality or my nature, it's of letting go things, which I felt was okay to do so. But internally, subconsciously, probably I was saving all these things and not opening up with the things. After my marriage, I come to know uh, after a big struggle that I have a fibromyalgia. And I went to the doctor to figure out what could be the solution for my problem. I was disheartened because he said I had no solution because there is no cure to my problem. It, it comes with chronic depression. It comes with fatigue syndromes. 
the whole body pains 24 by 7 so my ask from the doctor was only to give me 30 minutes of body which is pain free so absolutely no pain so i asked him to do anything that will not give me any kind of pain so that at least i could experience it so he said there was no solution to my problem and that's when i decided that i'm going to survive 100 years of my age without medication and always smiling so i started writing a book and jotted down when my pain was aggravating. Every time I disliked something where I never spoke about it, aggravated my pain. So I realized that every time uh, I have been suppressing myself, mm. I tried to blame every individual for my condition. But unfortunately, I didn't see and that anybody has harmed me. And I realized that the harm uh, was done by my own self because of my nature, my personality, and however I was looking at things wasn't correct. And then loving somebody became a pressure to me. Mm. I wasn't able to love enough. I wanted to, you know, just quit all my relations and everything. And that's when I started working on myself after talking to the doctor. And after being so aggressive that I walked out from his uh, clinic, deciding that I'm not going to take medicines, I'm going to work hard on myself, because that is something better than killing myself. As I told you, fibromyalgia comes with chronic depression. And then I considered myself to be dead, to be honest, and released myself from every responsibility. I just gave up all the responsibilities because in the presence of the responsibility, I felt I was not able to progress. I wasn't able to take care of myself. There was too much of pressure and I was the one who was being ignored. However, I did not actually quit the responsibilities. I just made sure that everybody knew that I would do only what, what and when I can do things for them. So I was very clear. So the first thing became that I had to tell myself that I'm supposed to take care of myself. And the second thing I did was letting everybody know about my condition. And third thing, I realized that however they understood was not my responsibility. My responsibility became to understand my own self. And that's how I became an author writing a book about my own self. And that is how I came up with the conclusion that you cannot love anybody else if you don't fall in love with yourself. And after loving myself, I'm able to give much more love, much more respect to everybody without any grudges. So that's how I started my journey. Amazing, amazing. So essentially, all of the stuff uh, was almost eating you from the inside and it was impacting your health, both mentally and physically. And as you started totally. diarizing what was aggravating your condition, you realized every time you're not speaking up, every time you're putting yourself in a situation that you are not happy about and you're not saying anything about it is when your condition is getting aggravated. Exactly. So, wow. So it is a physical manifestation of what happens if you don't get, love yourself. And that's the first time I've actually come across a story where it's actually physically manifesting itself in such a meaningful way. That is great. I have been treating fibromyalgia cases and the common thing was the suppression of emotion. Not mm. only just fibromyalgia, everything related to health actually comes with suppression of emotions. So once you start uh, suppressing, that means you are ignoring your own needs. You're ignoring your own self. 
that is where we all do a major mistake the only reason we are not happy or many of them are not happy with their life is because they do not love themselves enough yeah and how do you find that ability to love yourself it's not easy sometimes right how did you find that courage because your body is not allowing you to love yourself you are you are in pain you said you were in pain 24/7 and you were looking for 30 minutes of pain free uh, time <laughs> how do you reverse that thinking so what all support did you use to change that thinking and what all techniques did you use to go through that journey there was one example i would start with i would ask you a question rather you have two shops okay and uh, both of them selling a pencil same brand same quality both of them original and one is giving you at 1 rupee 50 uh, np and the other place you are getting it at 1 rupee what would you select which one would you pick up uh, if it's exactly the same is what you're saying i'll go with the one exactly the for same. 1 rupee because it's cheaper perfectly right so you used your intellect isn't it yeah so did you actually that 50 np made any difference to your life just a 50 np yeah no not really no you invested so much of time on understanding that 1 rupee is going to be benefited to you right because mm-hmm. you're getting the same thing and and if you see that 50 np never made a uh, huge difference to your life we all do the same thing in reality we give importance to you know smaller things and when it comes to your health which is the major factor why can't we implement the same profit and loss system when it comes to your system was my first question to myself if mm-hmm. this is not making me happy and i'm minus being from a professional background being a business person do i need a loss was my first question to myself hmm. if i'm on bed i lose on my children i lose on my husband i lose on myself is three points if i work on myself i could be inspiring people i can enjoy my life with my kids and there is only one life god has gifted me so what do you think i would select obviously whatever gets you the profit to... yeah absolutely absolutely so that is how i actually decided that where am i profited and where am i at loss a simple uh, way i would tell you i have never liked cooking as a responsibility i love cooking but not as a responsibility and when i realized this is one thing when my pains aggravate hmm. i decided to speak up about it if i am capable of earning much more than what cooking would have done and if i can save my time i would be a more happier person and that is when i decided to open up and let everyone know my family know that i, I do not like cooking as a you know regular thing and when i cook today if i see myself i do cooking as well today as well but when i cook today it's with lots of love and passion not as compulsion so when they eat they really enjoy because the vibes pass on i believe totally in vibes have a healthy vibe put in in anything that you do the outcome is also healthy i'm a dietitian so i uh, know the importance of food and if i'm not happy and i'm cooking they are going to carry the same vibes and it wouldn't be healthy no matter how much nutrition it is full of mm-hmm. it wouldn't be you know healthy on their system mm-hmm. so that is how i decided that i need to speak up about my problem which most of the people avoid uh, talking about their problems when we can share happiness why not the sad part yeah so i think it starts with acknowledging that 
you have a problem, right? And it starts with saying, I have a problem. I'm going to talk about it. I'm going to share it with my friends and family and my support system. And I'm going to prioritize things which, and in in, in a commercial sense, in an emotional sense, in a a physical sense that are profitable to me, right? And that suddenly starts creating a situation where, you're putting yourself first and you slowly and steadily start loving yourself. How how long did it take you to go through this journey? I was 26 when I actually figured out that it was fibromyalgia. I was struggling when I was 24. I'm 38 plus today. So mm. almost uh, 14, 15 years of struggle. But I've been practicing holistic approach. I have gone with nutrition, then Ayurveda, then uh, yoga, yogic techniques, and then uh, finally understood how I'm supposed to help my system. And that was the journey that I have come here. And I would like to inspire people and keep myself uh, moving so that uh, at least uh, I could make some change to the world. Yeah, no, that's that's really inspiring. And and you mentioned yoga. I, I believe yoga played a big role in all of this. Talk to me about your journey uh, with yoga practice. It did. I started, somebody advised me, yoga could be helpful to my system. And I started with the general asanas, where I realized that the five minutes asanas would give me a sleep of 24 hours. I mean, I'm like a dead body. Mm. That was so severe on me. The yoga wasn't working. Then I took up the course and I started working on myself. I did the cleansing part. I did the yogic kriyas and everything. And then I realized, Every time uh, there is a change in emotion, that is a lot to do with the type of uh, the kind of breathing you are doing. Mm-hmm. Suppose if you would uh, realize once you are scared, you are <gasps> you hold on to your breath. Don't we do that mm-hmm. without we even realizing? Without, even... without ever mm-hmm. perfect. So without even realizing, we are doing that. So every time there is a shift of emotion, there is a shift in the breathing pattern. God has created it in such a beautiful way to support our body. So every time you are stressed, you reverse breathe. Mm. That Mm. is where your uh, oxygen, your air goes and goes locate to the places where you have pain or the weaker part of your body. So first thing is uh, wherever you are, whatever you are doing and you're not happy about the situation, shift your breath. Mm. Once you shift the type of breathing pattern, you would see that the thing you are worried about is no more important. When you shift your breath, you also acknowledge that you have just one life. Is it worth stressing about things? I always ask myself one question. If right now the situation is difficult or big enough for me to handle, and right now I'm at a dead bed, would the same problem look that big? Yeah. It wouldn't. It wouldn't. So that is how life is. If you consider your life to be important and you always keep it in mind that is it comparative to your uh, death, bigger or smaller, Mm. you'll get your answer. It's always going to be smaller than your death. Because once you are dead, there is nothing, you know, uh, you're bothered about or it's nothing to concern you anymore, right? So it's important to acknowledge this while you are alive, as you asked me before itself, that what pushed you, you know, to love yourself was the same thing. If I continued to be on bed, I would kill myself at some point. So why not consider myself as dead and start working on myself? 
at least that's going to be fruitful yeah yeah so when you are comparing your issues don't compare it with other living beings compare it with mm-hmm. what your if if you were to die right this moment what would that mm-hmm. mean will you be will you be concerned about these things at that point in time i think that's a really powerful statement and actually Right. One of our previous guests who had come, Angela, mm-hmm. talked about this concept of we are constantly comparing, and that's mm-hmm. one of the root causes of a lot of problems and negativity mm-hmm. we have in our body. And I think your mm-hmm. perspective is is really building on it. Yes, is if you want to compare, compare it with mm-hmm. the situation that that I'm dealing with. Let me compare it with if I were to die tomorrow. will i be concerned mm-hmm. about this problem is it a big enough problem for me to be worried about so i i think that's a very Correct. powerful point mm-hmm. yeah. and and i believe you now also help other people who are potentially going through similar types of issues and and have you seen similar techniques and similar kind of a philosophy help uh, others as well uh, is it something that works universally or is there something else that goes into embracing this this way of thinking about life i think it's working similarly on every individual because you know loving yourself is greatest blessing to your own self because uh, if you see you will see everybody trying to do something for themselves maybe they join kitty maybe they join some you know classes whatever they, what is whatever is of their interest to mm. get little time for themselves that is the reason they you know try to get into something i feel and when that thing the understanding with yourself is super strong that i have to take care of myself i'm supposed to be happy i have to decide what i want from life then you do not have to hunt anywhere else so when people come to me the end point is always that they never loved themselves enough mm. ultimately that is where they are stuck somewhere in life and if you just unlock that with the fact that you have just one life do everything that you want love yourself be happy set yourself free from everything that's not worthy so once you stick to that point you don't have to go hunt for your happiness the happiness is something within yourself so that is one particular thing that works universally because as i told you before you can only give when you possess yeah right that is that is the ultimate thing that we have to basically work on you know you don't have to work your uh, work on yourself on everyday basis no i'm supposed to love myself it isn't like that once you are in the habit of loving yourself it's just like you know brushing your teeth on the regular basis you subconsciously it becomes your, the part of your life and there are definitely situations where you get stuck and whenever you get stuck there is one thumb rule that you can implement that is the journey has to be beautiful and it doesn't have to be long and however the life is very short you have to acknowledge it everybody knows this fact we all every individual in this world knows that uh, life is short we have just one life but it is only verbally it's not implemented it is the realizing with yourself that you acknowledge this fact not just know this fact you have yeah. to implement this yeah you have to embrace this fact and internalize it just talking about it is not enough right as it is ultimate fact of life is death i want everyone to realize that one statement that ultimate fact of life is death 
So if we are blessed with one life, make sure every minute of your life is successful. Do everything that you like without worrying about the society, without worrying about every anything. Because um, the death is just anywhere and we do not know where it is. It could be just a minute away from you. It could be 10 minutes or a year or how many ever years, but it is on on its way towards you. Yeah, yeah. There is a very uh, interesting quote I had come across which says that you are closer to your death every single day than you are to your life, right? Because you're actually closer to your death every single day and more optimistic and positive and uplifting way of looking at it. That means you need to enjoy your life to the best of its abilities to the fullest today, right? Because you don't want to have any Very true. Very true. Is Uh there one technique, one simple thing people can do to just put themselves back into that mindset of I need to remind myself to love myself because life happens, things happen around Mm -hmm. you, which take you away from the path you are on uh, that distract Mm -hmm. you, Uh, no matter how strongly you believe in your own happiness and you embrace yourself, sometimes things derail you from that that path is there a breathing technique is there a mental technique is there something that can snap Mm -hmm. you out of that type of negative thinking and bring you back into that mode of positivity okay so the first thing is you are already in the you know process of path where it is not very pleasing right that is when you have to realize these things Uh, that particular moment using your intellect could be a difficult task because you are already in the uh, you know not very comfortable zone And you are in the process of thinking towards that issues or whatever it is, you know, the situation. So uh, the easiest, the most easiest way is just sneak away for two minutes and just work on your breath. I will give you a simple, very, very simple technique. Just work for two minutes and you see the difference by yourself. Okay. So the simplest technique is whenever you are stressed, that could be your, it could be stress. It could be anxiety, it could be uh, sadness, it could be, you know, the worst comes depression, frustration, anger, any of the uh, negative emotions. Kind of breathing you would have is when you breathe in, you contract your stomach. And when you breathe out, you expand your stomach. Okay, this is the most common thing apart from the shifting of the fast and slow breath. This is what an individual does. So the simple way of handling this would be just calm down, just put everything that's at present important to you, just postpone it for just two minutes, just say, okay, delay the whole thing for just two minutes, and just work on your breath. The correct way of breathing is when you breathe in, expand your stomach. And when you breathe out, contract it. So many people have a confusion in spite of we, you know, delivering this technique. But uh, the simplest way is to remember an example. How do you blow? What happens when you blow a balloon? It it expands expands or contracts. Exactly. And when you blow it out, it contracts. So the same technique goes with your breathing system. Close your eyes, breathe in for four seconds and breathe out for your four seconds. What you are doing is shifting your thinking process. By counting the number of counts that you make while breathing. So that shifts you from the thinking process. So you're not actually thinking that, okay, I'm supposed to love myself. Because uh, at that particular moment when you are angry or upset or anything, 
and you tell yourself you love yourself uh, the immediate answer that you'll get from your system is hell with everything else i need to yeah. solve this yeah yeah so so what you have to do is just take uh, just ask your uh, take time from yourself of 2 minutes inhale four correctly exhale four and just do it for 2 minutes your mind comes to neutral your mind becomes neutral without thoughts because you have been counting you have completely shifted your you know thinking process you have stopped your thinking process towards the problem and once you continue to breathe correct you have the ability to think correctly yeah yeah you know trying to solve the problem by using your intellect in that moment is not going to help because your intellect is the one that it's got to that place to begin with yeah. i will tell you i'll tell you uh, prena um, sometimes i do get upset and my immediate call goes to my sister because she's the one person whom i'm very close to mm-hmm. the immediate call goes to her and i t- vent it out because i don't i know how much damage is doing by just keeping inside so i just want to vent it out so yeah. i just give her the whole thing and she says don't forget you have challenged the doctor that you are going to be 100 years of life <laughs> you are supposed to live 100 years of your life and uh, you are not going to you know, upset yourself because that's going to depression um any kind of stress all these things all the negative things actually deplete your life not mm-hmm. only your life span but it also reduces the quality of life of yours so immediately the immediate next answer is hell with everything else <laughs> i am yeah. important to my own self so yeah. she is kind of a reminder to me that any time i'm stuck and i want to vent it out so i have actually vented out and i have realized the problem is not very huge in fact it's not even considered supposed to be considered sometimes we are so worried about things which is actually not making any difference to our life and we are still holding the thing so the second thing i would always say is however close i am to a person how much ever i love anybody if they are gifting me garbage am i willing to take it just because i love them enough yeah i'm not going to take it right So same thing goes with situations when somebody tells you something which is not in your favor consider it to be a garbage which is not of any use it's going to stink after a period of time maybe because of the love sake you keep it for a day two but the third day is starting it's going to start stinking very bad and that is how your relation with that person be- becomes so mm-hmm. it is better do not take the shit that they want to throw throw it on you or gift you just mm. say no to it as simple as that mm. interesting so there are three three takeaways from from me for for from all mm-hmm. the stuff you have talked about right first is mm-hmm. uh, if you want to compare yourself with anything compare yourself with what you would be thinking about if you were on your deathbed right will you be considering no. the situation yeah, that you're dealing with important enough meaningful enough when you are dying and if not then why are you worried about it today it has no meaning in your life right the second point is when you do get in that position where negative emotions and toxicity is is surrounding you don't try to deal it deal with it with intellect because that's what got you in that place in the first place take a 2 minute time out mm-hmm. do proper breathing as you said so breathe in by expanding your stomach breathe out by contracting your stomach do for 4 seconds on each side do it for 2 minutes bring your equilibrium back and your mental state back in balance so that you can think clearly and the third thing what i'm hearing is don't take shit from others because you're not going to 
store garbage in your house or why are you storing garbage in your life from people, right? And True. throw it out. And if you need to vent it, vent it out. Don't keep it inside you because it's going to fester and it's going to become stinky, as you said, and it's going to create those True. <laughs> Brilliant. True. Brilliant. Uh, that's really well put, Jyoti. And I think I think it's interesting that in the moment people forget these things. I think these things, and especially growing up in India, we have heard about this in terms of our our scriptures and our our ancestors and our people, older people in our families used to talk about these things. But I think somehow mm-hmm. as we have evolved and we are living the more modern life, we forget these some of these basics of what happiness is really about, right? And we go on to things which are not important. Brilliant. Let's jump into the rapid fire round very, very quickly. So let's start Mm -hmm. with what's your life's mantra? One life, do everything you want, love yourself, be happy and get yourself free from everything that's not worthy. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think I, I really like what you said at the beginning. And I think that's what kind of encapsulates everything you just said is, you can't give if you don't possess. So you can't pour water out of an empty glass, which means you can't True. give happiness, love, whatever you need to give to others in this world, you can't give if you don't possess that within you. So I think I think you're and then you have actually personified that with your life. So that's that's brilliant. That's so inspiring. Thank and what's so been your proudest moment? Taking part in a marathon of 21 kilometers when I was unable to walk even a mile. However, I was the last one to complete. The proudest moment was I did not give up. Wow. Wow. So how did you do that? I actually wanted to check on myself that the challenge I have given to the doctor, could I stand up to it? Mm, Interesting. Is it achievable? (laughs) (laughs) True. (laughs) Brilliant. That is very inspiring, actually. This is a person who couldn't even get 30 minutes of pain-free life and you participated in a marathon and and completed it. So it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy then, right? Because it gives you that confidence to go on that journey. True. And then finally, one thing that uh, reminds you, one item or one person or something that reminds you to keep loving yourself. I do have one item as a thing that I possess. I have one watch of mine, which was gifted by my best friend who has been always supportive, who has always been worried about me taking care of myself, then taking the taking care of my surrounding. And this particular watch, every time I uh, look at it, it's never to see the time, but it's always to see that I'm every minute is important to me. Mm. So that one particular thing, that watch is very, very precious. I'm even wearing it now. So this particular thing reminds me that I'm never supposed to give up on my life. Wow. Wow. And on that note, Jyoti, I think I think this was a fantastic chat. Thank you for sharing your journey. I know you have written a fantastic book. Uh, I'll include the details of the book uh, when I launch the podcast. I think everybody should read it. It's It's a fantastic book. And I think your your journey and your life story is so inspiring. And, and thank you for sharing three very practical tips, actually, of how anybody can deal with, you know, moments of self-doubt and if they get surrounded by them, uh, by toxicity around themselves and within themselves. So thank you once again for taking the time. I know you have a very busy schedule, but uh, I do hope our audience who are listening to this get the inspiration and get that courage to 
enjoy their life to the fullest because you never know when it's going to end so thank you for that true thank you so much prena for having me it was a pleasure talking to you and sharing my life i hope i could make some kind of difference in um, whoever is listening to your uh, show i know you're doing a wonderful job and uh, it's amazing to see you doing uh, something for the society there are very few people who really uh, honestly work for the betterment of this world thank you so much thank you thank you thank you so much there you have it remember to fill your own cup to find happiness and love in this life thanks for listening to my enlightening chat with jyoti jashnani don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on all the usual channels and if you like what you hear share with your friends and family stay tuned for my next very special episode to celebrate mother's day I will be chatting with my unbelievably resilient ex-colleague Natalia Becker as she talks about self-love, motherhood and finding her true self.